You're listening to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show Fan Friday edition, a little special edition of the show. We didn't do our normal Twitter Tuesday mailbag episode, but there was one question that stood out that we got throughout the week here that we're going to get into today. And if we have time, I mean, this might take up the entire podcast. Matt, but <laughs> yeah. uh, There are some other questions I have here that we will get to if we do have time. But it was listener Ty who pretty much asked us to shuffle up the quarterback prospects of the last three to four years. So we're going to go back today, go from 2018 through 2021 to see how this year's quarterback prospects stack up to past quarterback prospects in the NFL draft and try to rank the 17 or so quarterbacks that went in round one and the five projected this year in the last four drafts, 2018 through 2021. So I think that'll be a fun exercise and really will put into perspective how we feel about this quarterback class versus historically some of the classes we've seen in recent history. At BD Peacock on Twitter, at Williamson NFL is where you can find us and get those questions in and we'll we'll hit some more of your questions next Tuesday. And make sure go right now, subscribe to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 feed. This year our network-wide mock draft has its own feed. You're going to want to go subscribe to that so you get the first episode picks 1 through 5 fresh and clean Monday morning. Okay, let's uh, let's do this, Matt. So this is, and I think we'll, I, I think it'll be fun as well after we sort of rank how we had them as prospects. And this is hard because we have to kind of go back and remember because we weren't stacking these guys against each other. We didn't know that Zach Wilson, or I didn't know Zach Wilson existed in 2018. I don't know if you were on <laughs> right, that right. circuit, but we're gonna have to sort of remember how we felt about these prospects year to year those first round quarterback prospects and stack those together. And then I, I want to do, if we have time, a little exercise where we take, okay, now what do we know about the past quarterback classes? And would we take, say, a quarterback prospect that we like this year over someone we liked more coming out, but now we know more about them. And so that, I think that'll be fun to ask those questions too. So uh, I think that'll be probably most of a full episode, but we have some other questions just in case I want to get to today uh, you have your list ready matt i do and and this is how i handled it basically like you mentioned we did four years so this goes back to 2018 where mayfield was the first pick overall and i tried to be as entirely honest with myself as i possibly could and tried to remember what my mindset was in 2018 at this time of the year 1920 this year is obviously very easy. I mean, I can rank my top five without any problem, and there's no ramifications. I don't look good or bad for doing it yet. Yet, um, <laughs> and it wasn't easy. I mean, so I have three. I have four lists here. You know, the all the guys that went early. I included Hertz. I included Locke because they were second round picks. So they have 19 quarterbacks total, and then I did my best to rank them from one to 19 of what I thought of them before they put on an NFL uniform. That was hard. And then I made another list of one through 19 of how would I rank them right now going forward? You know, would I trade Burrow for Lawrence or Fields? you know, things like that, you know, so I think it'll be fun. I think it'll just bring up a lot of conversations. Absolutely. It will be a lot of fun. So let's let's jump into this. And for those that don't remember all the way back to 2018, I'm going to read them in the order that they were drafted, starting with the number one pick in 2018 to the Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield, 
three, Sam Darnold in 2018 went to the Jets. Pick seven was Josh Rosen or Josh Allen to the Bills. Excuse me. Josh Rosen went 10 to the Cardinals. And then the last pick of round one in 2018 was Lamar Jackson two with the Baltimore Ravens. Kyler Murray was the first pick in 2019. Daniel Jones picked six by the Giants. And then Dwayne Haskins went 15 to the Redskins that year. Drew Locke was a second-round pick, 42 overall to the Denver Broncos. 2020, Joe Burrow was the number one selection by the Bengals. Tua, uh, five to the Dolphins. Herbert, six to the Chargers. Then Jordan Love, the shocking trade-up by the Packers to draft him at 26 overall. And Jalen Hurts, 53 overall to the Philadelphia Eagles, the round two pick there. And then I think we're going to include five prospects this year, right, that we think are are going to go in the first round, and that is Trevor Lawrence and Justin Wilson. Uh, Josh Wilson, Justin Fields. Um, I said Josh Wilson. Zach Wilson, Jones, Justin yeah. Fields. There's a lot of Joshes in, in these draft classes and Justin's. Um, Two Jones and a bunch of Joshes. Yeah, a couple of Joneses are in there. Uh, and we've got Mac Jones <laughs> and we've got Trey Lance. So those are the candidates. 17 first rounders and two of those second rounders. Matt, take it away. How did you see these guys as prospects? All right, let's start with the now. And... I bet you and I are pretty similar on this. My top five for 2021 is Lawrence, Fields, Wilson, Lance, Mack. Yes, Fields is, so it was Wilson ahead of Fields. The more I watch Fields, the more I like him. It's a virtual Mm -hmm. deadlock for me, Fields-Wilson as the second. I, I think it's tough. I'm forced to make a pick, I think, Wilson by a nose, but by the time we get to draft day, I might have convinced myself into fields. But uh, right now, I would have it exactly the same, essentially a tie at two and three between Wilson and Fields. But if I have to choose one, I'll go Wilson, then Fields. Okay. And now these other ones are a little different because we don't look quite as good or bad. I, like everyone, had Burrow number one. And I guess as a consensus and the way they fell, I also had Tua at two. And... I had Herbert three, which which was easy, but as you'll see when we do this, I like Herbert a lot more now than I did then. You know, I'm not afraid to admit that. My opinion on Jordan Love didn't change at all, but he was still four, but I didn't think he was first round worthy. And I wasn't particularly high on Hertz, who was my fifth in this in this class. I was not high enough on the second round guys, Hertz and Drew Locke. They, so, it, I, and I only listed mine as the top seventeen here okay. in order. So but they would be those two. They didn't include them, but they would be eighteen and nineteen. So that's pretty easy. They just stack up right there at the end. Yeah. And, and probably I did include them because they're both starters right now. That makes total sense. Yeah, and, and you might yeah. have them over some of the first rounders, right? So it, right, like case. I mean, right. I, I, they're better than Rosen. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We'll get to. Right. That's why I included them. Hey, Rosen's got but, a ring, right? Doesn't Rosen get a ring for being on Tampa's practice squad for most of the year last year? I think so. That might be up to the owner, but I think so. <laughs> All right, let's talk 2019 here. 2019. Like everyone, I had Kyler one. Daniel Jones, for everyone, you know, who everyone remembers, was not a consensus top five pick. No. I had Haskins ahead of Daniel Jones, and then I had Locke fourth in that class but i will say overall i was not impressed with that class and i had some doubts about kyler but he was clearly one you know haskins and jones i didn't love and it doesn't sound great that i had haskins too don't get me wrong <laughs> what are you gonna do it's a tough class uh I, yeah I, I had them the exact same way i, I just okay. you know to to spoil this the joneses are not high on this list for me 
<laughs> okay. 2018, uh, there's plenty. Of, I like to cite this because I'm proud of it. I had Lamar number one, even though he went fifth. I had Darnold two. This isn't so glowing. I had Rosen three. I had Mayfield four. And I had Josh Allen five, who nearly was the MVP this year. That's fair. I mean, that's a fair way to rank them. And, and those guys were all over the place and pretty much leading up to the draft until everyone realized Baker Mayfield was going to be the selection. Sam Darnold was the guy. He right, was the number right. one guy, the, the whole process. And I think I bought into that too. And that's another thing with this is I've paid such closer attention to this year's quarterback class because I know the 49ers were in on it. And I have to do so much work on prospects that I think the 49ers are going to draft because I am covering them every single day. And it hasn't mattered as much as like, oh, yeah, I like these quarterbacks, but I didn't study them as hard and I didn't care as much because I knew the 49ers weren't going to be drafting any of these guys. So there might be some recency bias where the guys this year are pushed up the board because I've watched so much of them. And I really like this class, but I, I feel like the league, judging by the way things are going and the Niners trading up to three and and they're talking about, you know, four in a row and, and five gone by pick eight. Maybe the league really feels the same way about this class. But I feel like this class is a very strong class, especially with and correct me if I'm wrong, Matt. I think around the league, it is easier to find a base level replacement level starting NFL quarterback is easier than ever, which is surprising that teams are falling all over themselves to draft quarterbacks as high as they can with the hit rate on draftable quarterbacks. So it's like the top end quarterbacks are becoming more valuable while it's easier and easier to find a base level quarterback. I think you're right. You know, I mean, and Andy Dalton's often that example, but even better than Andy Dalton. I mean, the cousins, a car, I mean, a, a good quality quarterback that in any era would start for a team in the NFL. And in some eras might've been a top 10 type guy. I mean, I'm not saying it's a golden age of quarterback, but there's not the shortage that a, a lot of people tend to make out. Absolutely. Okay, so when we come back... I have two little notes okay, before, sure. before we dig into that. Yes. Things I've learned since 2018, which doesn't seem like that long ago, but I was really hard on poor accuracy guys. That's why Allen was last for me. And he's, him and Dak Prescott, who's not on here, have changed my mind a little bit that maybe accuracy can improve at the NFL level. Back then, I didn't believe it could. And this isn't put taking myself off the hook, but I thoroughly believe this now more than any time in my career. Landing spot might be more important than where I rank these guys. Like, Rosen was a bust probably no matter what. Haskins probably a bust no matter what. But they fell into awful situations, as did Darnold. You know, in or if you're going to invest in these players, we're buying stock in them. I might care more about where they land than who they are. Oh, absolutely. The The league has changed so much in my mind yeah. in the last four years. And the way I look at quarterbacks has changed a ton in those four years. And I think that's another reason why it helps this quarterback class with some of the arm talent we've seen. And maybe there's some holes in some games where quarterbacks pass like Allen and Herbert have made me believe, you know what? I don't care anymore about that. I, I don't want that right, statue right. old school pocket passer guy anymore. That's going the way of the dodo. Give me the upside. Give me the dynamic playmaking quarterback. Yeah, 100%. Let's rank them up next. This episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. 
Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced. So you can give her something special and truly meaningful this Mother's Day. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. Okay, Matt, who is your number one quarterback? Last four years of first-round caliber quarterbacks, I've got it as Trevor Lawrence. This is, and now this is, again, this is how I feel about them pre-draft. Trevor Lawrence, I think, is you know the, the highest-graded guy since Andrew Luck, and there's a reason for it. Just feels really safe, and I would have taken him on draft day over all the other quarterbacks. Yeah, this is the hardest list for me. I mean, the other ones are just memory. This is trying to compare two distant, somewhat distant memories in my pea brain of how I like them, but still Lawrence is clearly number one. And this is just what we thought of them before they put on NFL's yes. helmet. You know, this is prospects. Right. And so number two is a player that absolutely would not be ranked number two. And we're looking at guys I'm trying to bring onto my team today as witnessed by what he was traded for recently. I've got Darnold too. And, and I, I, I had totally bought in to Darnold pre-draft. Yeah. I had Darnold four. I was very high on him, but he wasn't even my number one that year. My number one that year was Lamar, and Lamar was two for me on this list. So who was your number three between Lamar and Darnold? Burrow. But I was when I redid these, I was torn between Burrow and Darnold where I had them. But I was really high on Burrow a year ago. So real quick on Lamar, because I mentioned last segment that accuracy really used to hold me up on quarterbacks. I'm not talking out both sides of my mouth with Lamar, because... I thought his accuracy problems, even at Louisville, were overblown. I mean, because when he misses, he misses ugly. But he doesn't miss as often as people think. And he's got a crazy arm. I looked at, It's weird. Yeah. I was the same way with Lamar Jackson coming out. I was way higher on him. And actually, I went back to look at some old tweets to see if I could remember how I had these guys ranked. And I was talking about Lamar Jackson as this guy is going to go to the combine, blow people away. He's going to be the number one pick in the draft. And, I, and you know, I think I realized when the draft came, he wasn't going to go number one. But for him to fall the way to 32, I mean, such a genius move by the Ravens. And by the way, that was their second first round pick to move back into the first round and draft him. Just so much talent there. And there's still so much more for him to develop, I think, at the NFL level, we see how far someone like Allen can come, and, and Lamar Jackson's not done. But he's got crazy arm talent, and that's what I loved about him. Is like this guy's just a freak of nature. Did I ever tell you my Steelers Lamar story? I'll make it quick, but it's a good one. No, I haven't heard it. Okay, so if COVID didn't exist, we have a radio booth set up right outside the Steelers' offices. There's six Lombardi trophies there, and right between there and the media room. So there's a lot of flow of traffic. We sit there and broadcast the whole time. It's a blast. We go to the cafeteria and eat, you know, all that stuff. So when the Steelers make a pick, a coach, depending what pick it is, comes out of the one doors, goes to the media room where you see the Steelers stuff behind them and they're on TV and all that. And there's a bunch of us in there. Well, they had just picked Edmonds at the end of the, near the end of the first round. Coach Tomlin comes out to address the media about Edmonds. And as he's walking in, one of my buddies in the media goes, hey, coach, the Ravens just traded up in the first round, took Lamar. And the first time he hears him, it just happened, he goes, oh, and then said bad words. 
<laughs> like, oh, now I got to deal with that guy for the rest of my career. Yeah, it wasn't like, but, darn it, we, oh. we didn't draft him. It was, darn it, now I got to coach against him. Right, now I got to play. And they're the rival. I mean, it probably wouldn't have grunted as much if it were the Bengals or Browns at the time. But it's like, the damn Ravens got him. Oh, no. It is deflated. So we've got Lawrence, Lamar, Burrow, Darnold, correct? That's mine so far, okay. correct. Who's your number five? Kyler. Who I loved, he's just little. I was weird with Kyler Murray and even yeah. Burrow, and I think that's just my nature. You know, when when you don't have when you're not the team that has to make the pick, it's like ah, he's too small. He was like a little aloof, a little weird, right? And then there was the baseball thing. I wasn't right. bought in. I, the talent is obvious, and he's so fun to watch. He's got arm strength and, and athleticism, and I get why he was the number one pick. And you know, if you're drafting there, you need a quarterback. You take him. But I was, ah, there's something weird and missing with Murray that weirded me out. And it hasn't really come to fruition on the NFL level. And he's been fine. He's been a really good quarterback. But personality-wise, it's like... There might this... be something missing. I mean, it's, yeah. he's not out of the woods yet. That's true. I mean, that's true. But it hasn't been like a problem where he went and played baseball or anything crazy like that. But no, there, no. there was a leadership thing. It was like, look, kick your dad out of the room and speak your mind and, and speak, young man. You know, that's the way I wanted to see him mm-hmm. act before the draft. Was, I, there was something that, that made me want to put him at arm's length, which is why he was a little bit lower down the list for me. So uh, Murray... If he would have been 6'3", he might have been second on my list. So Burrow as well was just not physically that, and, and I get why he was the number one guy, and I like Burrow a lot. Mm-hmm. Burrow's my five, but just the physical gifts part, the the dynamic ability. Uh, I think I have a couple guys in this year's class. Those two that I have back to back, Wilson Fields ahead of Burrow. That that's how I how much I like this draft yeah. class at the top. So my top five is Lawrence, Darnold, Wilson, Fields, then Burrow. Okay, because my next three are Fields, Wilson, Lance. There you go. Yeah, so those like, are, I like so, these guys a lot. So those guys are obviously really tight for you then, right? Yeah, yeah. And again, Fields versus Wilson, as you mentioned, is difficult for me. But I'm a Lance believer too. So those three are pretty darn tight. And here's the here's where it comes in. Past draft classes make me feel better about Fields and Lance and Wilson, right? Because the arm angles from Wilson is only one year of big time production. Lance it reminds me a little bit of a you know a Josh Allen type prospect. There's just so much there to work with. Yeah. And, and I really feel like Fields is being overthought in a way that Justin Herbert was. And I overthought Herbert last year. And I don't want to make that mistake again. So I think past classes are helping this year's class, especially with Fields, Wilson, and Lance. But you can still see where it could go wrong with a lot of these guys, too. Yeah, that's why I kind of like doing this is, boy, how could I have had this guy so high? Well, this is how I thought about him. And I didn't have these concerns, but I should have or... I mean, Allen's my perfect example of my miss is I was way too concerned about his accuracy. I mean, it's going to be a while till I mention his name on this list. So six, seven, eight for you was Fields, Wilson, Lance. My six, seven, eight after Burrow was Tua, Lamar, and Murray. So I, I think we are. Okay. And then for me, Tua Lance. Tua is next for you and Lance is next for me. So that's our, our, our top nine is our same top nine. And those are the top, top 10 guys for me, really. I think there's a, there's yeah. a drop after that. I will say at the time, Tua was fighting injuries and was, quote, injury prone. And he's not the biggest or most twitchy either. So, but boy, I like this tape a lot. Yeah. And and came on the scene so young and early and played big time football and, and twitchier mm-hmm. than Mac Jones that we're talking about, which is a, a oh, big difference yeah. for me in this class and in this group of, of quarterbacks. So let's see. So that, that is was my top nine. That I think is we have the same players. Nine, yeah, nine same players, slightly different order. So after nine, who do you have? Again, let, let's read this in order for you: Lawrence, Lamar, Burrow, Darnold, Murray, 
Fields, Wilson, Lance, Tua. Who's your number 10? I was torn here, and I gave myself the benefit of the doubt. I have Herbert 10, Rosen 11. I can't lie. I really liked Rosen coming out of school. Pocket passer, but I really thought he excelled in that department. And I had some questions about Herbert. I thought he was a little meek. I didn't see the ridiculous talent that I do now. So I put Herbert 10 and Rosen 11, but just to make myself look better, I wasn't sure who I liked better at the time. I have Mayfield 10, Rosen 11, Herbert 12. And Mayfield okay. was like my guy leading up to the draft, which was frustrating because I was, I was like, oh man, Baker Mayfield, this is my dude, playmaker, love the way he plays, he's fun, he's a little undersized, NFL's not going to like him, some team's going to get a steal at the top of the second round. And then as the process went along, I was like, oh wait a second, he's going to go number one overall? I don't like him that much, so the Browns like him a lot more than I do, I guess. Yeah, and... I did. I liked him. His size worried me a little bit. His ability to see the field worried me a little bit. I thought he was fine. I mean, I didn't think he was close to being a first overall pick. It'll be interesting to see where we rank them. He was a tough one for me to rank now. That is difficult. Yeah, there's a few difficult ones where they're starting, right. but it's like you know, how what what level? And obviously, team factors into a lot of this with these guys. Who's your twelve? Haskins. Boo. <laughs> You're so upset about Haskins. I love I love the way you say that. I mean, looking uh, back, he had two big things that I should have been harder on him with was really just a one-year starter. I mean, he's not much different than a guy like Lance. He didn't play much college football, and he's really heavy-footed. Heavy-footed. Stone feet. That's the huge yeah. thing, and that's the huge difference with Lance. Well, right, right, right. I mean, Haskins had two big things against him. So there's some big-time quarterbacks out there in the NFL, or one big-time quarterback out there in the NFL that hasn't shown up on either one of our lists, but he shows up for me at 13, and that's Josh Allen. Yeah, good. I have him down at 15. I'm a little embarrassed by it, but I brought that up. <laughs> You're being honest about it. I like it. So I'm trying. Uh, who is your 14 and 15, then, in front of Allen? Um, I'm not sure if I mentioned Mayfield was 13. Daniel Jones was 14. Allen was 15. And I'm not sure I'm really being honest with myself because I didn't like Daniel Jones at all. I didn't either. Well, see, that's why there was such a big gap. Between I, the actually, top. I like Mac Jones more than Daniel Jones. I sh- I, I'm being too hard on myself. I didn't like Daniel Jones coming out. <laughs> so we got, you put Mac after Mayfield? Yes. Okay. So Haskins, Mayfield, Mac, Daniel, then Josh. And Allen. I think I'd put Allen ahead of Daniel, too. Okay. I mean, I did these pretty quick right before we went on the air. And I kind of forgot that I laughed at the Giants for taking Daniel Jones. I mean, with with Allen, I was really worried. I was like, this is a project. But the physical ability was obvious. You love the arm. Oh, You're yeah. like, okay, well, I'll bet on that. And I and I'm, I, I was much more surprised that Daniel Jones went six than Josh Allen went seven. Yeah. And looking back, I mean, there's a lot more traits. Um, you know, I didn't think Daniel Jones was a first-round caliber prospect. So you didn't like the second-round guys over any of these first-round guys yet, and I think the only players left that we have not ranked here is Jordan Love and then the two second-rounders in Locke and Hertz. And I went in that order, but I wasn't. I didn't think Love was a first-rounder, and I thought Locke and Hertz were fine in the second round as they went, so they were easy to put at the end. Yeah, same here. So my, my 13 through 17 was Herbert, Allen, Haskins, Mac Jones, Daniel Jones, Jordan Love. And essentially May, essentially from Mayfield down, so 10 through 17, I thought were late first round guys. And then from you know 
Mac Jones, 15, 16, 17, I think, you know, late first, second round types. Mm-hmm. And if no, Mac Jones goes top five, I'll feel pretty much the same about it as when I did when Dak, Daniel Jones went. So I shouldn't be surprised about it, but it's like, what's going on here? I, I don't see a top 10 guy. We need to remember four years from now how we thought about these guys. If Mac Jones is leading your Niners yes. to three straight Super Bowls, we can't say we loved them. Well, it'll look a lot like maybe how different the list is that you're going to come up with right now is how you would Very rank different. them. This was my favorite today. List. Yeah, this is fun because now we get to see how you feel, how much you would bet on this current quarterback class versus what we know about some of these really good quarterbacks. We'll do that next. You're trying to get in shape. You're trying to get that post-pandemic summer bod back. Nutrition's a big part of it. Find something full of protein that's low in sugar instead of a sugary snack that is going to derail your diet. I'm talking about Built Bar. You can also save 15% by using promo code LOCKED15 at BuiltBar.com. All the old flavors, fantastic ones, some new flavors. You see a lot of them in that Built Bar bracket during March Madness. Low in calorie, low in sugar, high in protein, high in fiber, even good for a keto diet. Feel good about yourself. Have a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Great for the health-conscious folks out there that can help your diet lose, maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Go to BuiltBar.com, find your favorite flavors, even build your own box of Built Bars. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. By the way, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but there is a new favorite to be selected at number three to the San Francisco 49ers, and it is no longer Mac Jones. It is, in fact, Justin Fields. We'll see if that flip-flops again over the course of the next two weeks. Uh, I bet it does, and I bet that changes after the Trey Lance pro day. Number one pick, number two pick, which player at which position goes first. Tons of draft props at betonline.ag that you can get in on. Make that draft day a little bit more fun. And maybe make yourself a little bit of money if you think you've got an edge on what people are expecting will happen throughout the NFL draft. NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, Bet Online even covers awards and TV shows and reality TV, real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine to go along with table games and poker as well. And it's free to sign up. Just head over to the website. You can use your mobile device too. Sign up today. Using promo code Locked On, receive fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. A little fun trip down memory lane, trying to remember how much we liked or did not like certain prospects in the draft. And sometimes you see a guy go. I think Brandon Whedon is the the number one all time pick. Where I remember saying, Ooh. "You are complete idiots. You drafting a thirty year old <laughs> quarterback in the first round." Cleveland Browns what are you doing uh, the Manziel pick I didn't like either the Browns have done some really bad things at quarterback I wasn't doing this when Tim Couch was selected but I think Couch got a little bit of a raw deal there um, when you rank these players now for who you would take today knowing what you know about some of these quarterbacks that have been drafted between 2018 and 2020 Matt how would you rank this year's class with those quarterbacks one little caveat, I looked at this as if I was an expansion team. Like, it, because Lamar's weird, you know, like, I, I, you can't yeah. ask Lamar to run the exact same system that you're going to ask some of these other quarterbacks. And 
Rosen's not going to run Lamar's scheme. You know what I mean? Like, right. so some of it is I'm working with a blank slate. I don't have an offensive line in place. I just, I'm going to go from, this is my first pick in the draft type of thing. The guy I was hardest on, I have Allen number one. Wow. Okay. So you would draft Josh Allen over all of these Anyone we guys. today. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. The, uh, the amount of development and look, Bills fans, Bills Mafia, they've even tweeted at me a couple times because of some tweets I made in the past about how I rank these guys and bust factor. I thought Allen had big boomer bust factor, and they get mad at people who said bad things about Josh Allen. Josh Allen was not this Josh Allen. Like to his credit, not to a the year Bills, ago he was. Yeah, to the Bills coaching staff's credit, he developed a ton. And that's what you're hoping for with any quarterback, because he could have absolutely been a bust. Those those takes were not wrong about Josh Allen. It was uh, um, an amazing and credit to the Bills for developing him and seeing that talent and believing they could get there with him and seeing what he has become has been remarkable. So he was bad and became awesome. Yeah, I'm not covering my ass to say I had him right coming out of school, but he's a pretty good example of the coaching staff and landing spot and surroundings being extremely important. If he would have went to Arizona where Rosen went, we may not be talking about Josh Allen anymore. Yeah, or the New York Jets. Right, right. Who's your number two? Washington with Haskins, or, you know. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, who's your number two? Herbert. It's been one year, but I'm all in. I think we're seeing a trend here with the physical ability, right? Yeah. Give me a big, big player, big arm, athleticism, can make all the throws. Nightmare for defenses. They got to cover more of the field. Yes. My number three guy has a chance to be my number one. I mean, any of these, I guess, could be my number one a year from now. But I'm going with the rookie Lawrence. What did you think about his comments this week? Did you see his comments about I didn't. saying uh, he doesn't play with the chip on his shoulder? He doesn't want to have to try to manufacture that. Uh, and he, he he didn't quite say this, paraphrasing, though. He went as far as to say, uh, yeah, you know, and I've got other things I like to do. And, and foot, it's, it's not it, he didn't quite say football's not that important, but it, you almost got and, and he's a little vibe of that. He's huh? been so compared to to Andrew Luck. And you see how Andrew Luck retired early. Like you get like that even c- cements that comparison even more. I, I bet there are some teams that hated hearing him say that. Maybe, maybe. I'm just sitting there thinking if I was that young man and since I was, I don't know, 15, 16, 13, I don't know. Everyone's been saying you're the first pick in the draft. Like, <laughs> yeah. I might want to get away from it once in a while. Right. And, and also, he's probably like, yeah, not a big deal. I've been the first pick in the draft since I was a teenager. This is not a shock. Right, since to I me, started right? shaving. And right. for maybe and who knows? Maybe like what if Trent Balky and Urban Meyer are like, oh, we hated that. Let's actually not take him. And Lawrence falls to pick two or three. Now he's got a chip on his shoulder. Maybe that's what he needs. He needs that chip somehow. <laughs> he needs to start losing right, some right. games. You know, let's go through a one and nine season. Then it's like, okay, now I'm now I got a chip on my shoulder. Let's go. That ain't happening. Pick four. I almost put him one. That's I, I wouldn't I wouldn't crush anybody for doing it. But what we've seen for some of these guys, uh, I'll take the money in hand with guys like Allen and Herbert for sure. Who's number four for you? Yeah, Lamar. And again, he was hard to rank because he's so unique. He's won the MVP. He takes his team to the, the postseason yeah. every year. I mean, he could be one as well. As long as you're cool with running an offense that is maybe slightly different. I held that against him a little bit. Yeah. I mean, he's had the most success of anyone on this list. I'm interested to to see where you think the other, those three, you have really tight fields, Wilson, Lance go for you versus quarterbacks that we've already seen play in the NFL. Okay, I went, we're almost there. I got Burrow next, who 
what did we play? Nine, 10 games, something like that. But I thought he passed it with oh, yeah. flying colors. Oh, and, he looked the part. Uh, and yeah, his last healthy game, I would put him maybe three on this list. Top three, at least. Mm-hmm. Now he's got an ACL and he does play for the yeah, Bengals. So gives me a little pause. So I don't have a problem with him being five for you, but definitely passed his first test. Then I went with Kyler, who, again, isn't out of the woods, but has had a lot of success. You know, we saw whenever he was injured how the team sputtered. But then I went Fields, Wilson, Lance. So I'm sure Browns fans are going to kill me because you would take all those guys over Baker Mayfield? I would. I had Mayfield 10. But if I were the Cardinals and the Jets called and said, you can have the second pick in the draft for Kyler, I would say no. Interesting. Okay. But if they called me and said you could have him for Baker, I'd say yes. Say yes. And I think they would. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's good and he's, he's come a long way. There's uh, at some point, there's a huge tear break here, right? Because some of these quarterbacks we've probably already seen, after Mayfield, we, we've like seen him play bad. What about Tua? He's a tough one. He's next for me, but it wasn't pretty. I just think that. The same things worried me. I mean, some durability, some size, some twitchiness. But I think the world has been too rough on Tua because just this time last year, we were talking about, is he even going to play this year? He's banged up. I mean, he's had a major injury. He didn't have any mini camps, rookie mini camps, preseason, and we expect him to be Dan Marino. And the worst offensive line in the league. You know, yeah. So we may have been a little too hard on his rookie tape. We got to move this quickly, but I would say one of the things that those quarterbacks like Allen and Herbert had made me feel really good about Fields and Wilson and Lance, uh, that same Tua transition from Alabama to Miami is makes me a little bit worried about Mac Jones too because that that is a very tough transition. And I and I, I like that Mayfield and Tua are back to back here because I could absolutely in two years when we're talking about this, I think we could have a similar vibe for Tua as what we have yeah. for Mayfield. We like them, but Eh, maybe there's a guy out there you like better. Yeah, and their first year, they didn't have much around them, and then these teams that sort of tanked start to build and build and good, strong coaching staff, and then, okay, we got a guy. All right, let's roll through the rest of this. Who is 12 for you? Darnold. Still of hope. Yep, still a believer. And I think Tua and Darnold both were, for me at least, I bought into a certain amount of hype around them. And I think if you stripped that, if they came from different colleges, different situations, fewer people were talking about them, maybe I wouldn't as, have been as high on them in their respective draft classes. Uh, but that's just me sort of looking at it in hindsight. Yeah, and they were top five picks not too long ago. It falls it falls quickly here, right? Because I don't think there's any more starters on this list. Oh, there's Daniel Jones. Uh, Daniel Jones is yeah. next. Okay. And it's obviously make or break time for him. He's got great surrounding cast. I don't know that he has it. I would push back on this one just because even though I had Mac Jones and Daniel Jones back to back, I haven't seen anything more from Daniel Jones to make me like him more. At least I'd think there's more of a chance for Mac Jones to to show something that Daniel Jones hasn't. So I'd probably put Mac in front of Daniel Jones. I was actually thinking that as we went through this. Would Carolina trade Darnold right now for Mac Jones? Maybe. Would the Giants? Probably. Definitely would for the Giants, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> At yeah, least yeah, there's yeah. more upside, and you could you could squint a little bit with Darnold and say, oh, there's something untapped there. Mm-hmm. But they didn't give up a ton to get him, you know. Would they take True. Mac Jones at eight if they didn't have Darnold, who they only gave up a future second for, you know? Well, I think they're telling us that they preferred to spend a second-round pick on Darnold next year than a first-round pick at eight on one of these other quarterbacks, because one might still fall to them. 
True, true. Good point. 14. Hurts. We'll see. I, I mean, maybe I'll regret betting against the accuracy and that the athleticism can take him up a notch, but I wasn't a believer coming out, and I haven't changed much. Oh, did you have Mac in front of Hurts? I had Mac in front of Hurts, so, yes. Yeah, I skipped that one. So Mac after Daniel Jones. Okay, then Hurts, and so we're on to 16. And then Love, who is an incomplete grade. Who does Love throw his first NFL pass for in a regular season game? Packers two years from now. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, Then I went the, lock because at least the he's had a plan. little bit of success as a starter, but I don't think he's the answer and shouldn't be the starter. Haskins is a bust. Rosen's is a bust. I put Haskins over Rosen. Who knows? I'd probably take Rosen over Haskins just because... Uh, I liked him better coming out. Yeah, I liked him better coming like out, teams. and I think he could operate an offense. I'm not even sure Haskins can operate an offense right now. Like, they're just, everything's so yeah. bad coming from uh, from him in Washington. I mean, we're splitting hairs, but I put Haskins right. over Rosen just because he's a little younger. He's failed less. It's amazing how quickly Rosen was discarded, and nobody cares to give him a shot. Right. He's, he's on his fourth team. Around the league, right. I mean, the... the Miami gave a second round pick for him. I mean, yeah, there was still him, hope. That wasn't that long ago. <laughs> they played him like one game. They're like, ah, Fitz, you never mind. You're back in there. <laughs> right, right. Like that. That's that's nuts, man. Okay, cool. That's good stuff. That was a that was a fun that exercise. Was fun, yeah. We're out of time here, but I, I think we're pretty much in agreement on a lot of this. You know, splitting hairs with some of these guys depends on your vantage point, your offense. Who would you like more? Who do you project better? But uh, maybe we're too. Ro- and look, it's all optimism before a guy gets drafted. Two of these guys are going to be awful, right? Of these quarterbacks that are oh, in the 2021 draft class. And we'll be like, oh, what were we thinking? Uh, Zach Wilson, come on, skinny. He's always hurt. He's throwing interceptions. He's throwing off his back foot, trying to wing these passes. Come on, man. You're not, uh, you're not, you're not Patrick Mahomes. What are you doing out here? You know, so it's, it's going to be wild to see how these coming. turn out. Yeah. History tells us it's not going to be all rosy, but right now we feel pretty good about this crop of quarterbacks. Oh, Mac Jones aside, I'm, I'm not big on him. And it doesn't look like you are either. No, no, but he could be, to your first point, there's a lot more acceptable starting quarterbacks in the league, and he might be that, where some of these guys aren't. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, good stuff. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for the questions. We didn't get into any others, but we will on Tuesday. I'll save some of these that we've gotten throughout the week. You can drop them whenever you want or respond to our tweet when we ask for them for next Tuesday's questions. We'll continue to break down Position by position prospects. We're on to the defensive side of the ball. And don't forget to subscribe to the Ultimate Mock Draft feed. Be back Monday right here. Peacock and Williamson.